after dust, life, life after dust, life after dust, life, life after dust, life after dust, life, life after dust. If you living like we living, then you get it how we get it. Life after dust, life, life after dust. Life after dust, life, life after dust, life after dust, life, life after dust. If you living like we living, then you get it how we get it. Shout out to Sanjay, dog, we gonna make a way. Now sit back and listen to these bars I'm about to say. Hit the button, young, and get loose on that beat. We get it in, in the booth, like we get it in, in the street. Yup, good night, hit him up like good morning, good evening. Best believe I tell you a story, you better believe it. If the world was in a palm. We break it in pieces, we a different kind of animal Take it or leave it, hot, frozen, cold-blooded We belong in a freezer We hotter than the Bahamas on the beach with a heater Yeah, call me Mr. Popular Can't see me with binoculars Shout out to the haters and everybody who knocking us Teddy J got interviews, intermission and interludes The baddest model chicks and the real rap spitting dudes R&B and gospel and all of the above And it's all in one show And it fits like a on the life after dust, life, life after dust, life after dust, life, life after dust, life after dust, life, life after dust. If you living like we living, then you get it how we get it. Life after dust, life, life after dust, life after dust, life, life after dust, life after dust, life, life after dust. If you living like we living, then you get it how we get it. Steady chase was good, my dude. You keep doing what you're doing, fam. Keep showing love to all us unsigned artists, man. Good things gonna come back to you, homie. I salute you, B. Life after dust. Y'all now tuned in. Holla. What's up? What's up? Welcome to Life That Does Live. Your boy, Seti J, and your girl. Nice seduction. We're glad to have you on the show today, tuning in, uh, ready to listen live, or you listen to us in in the recorded podcast. We appreciate you so much for tuning in however you can. Uh, got a great show for you as usual, last show of the week. It will be the last show for the next two weeks. Um, next week, we're going to have shows, and then we'll be back the following week. So, yes, people, that will be... Today will be the last show for a little bit, man. I know. So, yes, we will definitely be back. Don't don't be sad, but yes. So, we do a show for those of you who are new to the show. We do a show every Monday and Wednesday. Every Monday is Hot at the Dusk Mondays. Every Wednesday is Hump Days After Dusk. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, as I do most eloquently, um, Nate, what you got going on? What's been going on with you uh, since we uh, won the show on Monday? Started my new job today. Oh, you started your uh, new job? How long are you going to be working that one? How long I'm going to be working that one? Uh-huh. Uh, until I graduate college. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I'm just thinking, you know, you, you, are you going in a fight again? Or what? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Uh, <laughs> wow, <not> man. 
I'm glad, glad to hear that. You, you're getting money, yeah. Yes, so, yeah. more so, money. I'm glad to hear that. More money. And I get discounts on hotels. I only got to pay 25 to $45 per night instead of paying 100 or $200 per night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I got to connect. I ain't going to put my connector on, uh, on blast, so I got to <laughs> connect like that. Um, see, they, they stay they stay in the all. Uh, they work in the hotel industry. And they be hooking your boy up. Shout out to that. <laughs> Although I should, I wish I wish they would be it would be in tennis with me in New Orleans because she New Orleans that cost me about a hundred. It was well worth it. Any Hilton hotel? Any Hilton hotel? Oh, so you were you were Hilton? Oh shit! I, I used to have a homeboy who was worked at Hilton. <laughs> Beautiful, especially <laughs> here in Gardening, man. Double Tree, I'm telling you, I was I was a Joe, I was a Double Tree uh, regular. <laughs> but uh, oh, in here in Gardening, regular. I was I was in there. I got Mary. I connect. I ain't gonna put him on blast though. So Mary, shout out to Marriott because they definitely are not. It been Marriott ain't ain't nothing to. Uh, Toot your nose at at all. Um, yes, I did. Hill connect. All right, so see, look the 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 uh, the stars online and they see you got more and more reason. You got more and more reason. They so they they take they help when you get this kind of rude. look at you. You you all you you got you you halfway here. You got to be lit. <laughs> Yeah, she gonna be she gonna be in DFW soon. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm glad to hear the news. Um, me, um, I'm I gotta stop being lazy and and finish um packing for this cruise next week. Ah! <laughs> yes, God. Yes, I feel like. I thought the guy just saw this YouTube video, uh, the throwback YouTube video, and Jed, you know, Jed, that's just basically being a dominatrix, and she had this dude strapped to this chair, uh, such as like this, um, this tape, this bed, you know, that can have you standing straight up, and then, of course, it can lay down as a regular bed, and that man was losing his mind. He like, he was from the, that man's from the nut. That man, especially... I mean, she, that that song that she was singing, that she was performing at the time. When I hear that song, that song puts you in the mood. <laughs> wow, that would that would you mind song? You know, you remember that song by Jenna Jackson? Mhm, I remember that song. That's my song. Right oh, oh, okay, man, okay. Yeah, so yeah, so she was um, yeah, she was dancing, like so she was like dancing all on. She was doing some real freaky stuff. I was like, and the dude like all of a sudden he like yo he like saying her mic, uh, cause she had like you know she had a little mic on, little headset mic on, and he was like I love you, Jen. And that man's from lose like he like he was like he was doing for real like of course his arm just strapped up to the bed so he can't do nothing he just had to sit there and take it, <laughs> and he was losing and it was funny because. It was like right before uh, she was uh, making it uh, uh, lay down, making the bed lay down like a regular bed. He he comes out of nowhere and says, "Thank you, God." 
that man, that man felt, that man felt joy. That is, that is nothing happy. He he felt everlasting joy. You can't tell him nothing. It, it didn't matter what. You can tell him his bills were late. They were evicted. That man would not have cared because that man was, that man was um. Wow, he has he had everlasting joy. He was feeling it. So yeah, that's how. I mean, I ain't for the nut from this, but I, that's how I'm. I'm a, I'm just as excited for this cruise because oh my God, Nate, you, you heard me talk about going on a cruise back in May, and you know I couldn't wait to go another one, and probably, you know I was set to go another one, you know in, in next year around May or whatever. Well. Um, is it being? Um, we gonna go to this one, um, for just off of August. So, heck, that wasn't very many months away. I mean, it's about two, three months away from each other. It was like, man. So yeah, and so then I get to visit a city I've been wanting to visit anyway, New Orleans. It's just, just I'm so thankful, so thankful, man. It just words to describe. So, oh. I just I can't wait. I can't wait, Nate. I I'm excited. Terribly excited. Yes. It's just so surreal. Every time it's like now every time these things come, it feels so surreal that it's all like when you get to them few days left to time to go, it feels so surreal that it's really gonna happen. It's just crazy. All right, so um, we're gonna go ahead and go to the music break, but let me let you guys know who we have coming up. After the music break, we have um Iman is Iman Gregor on the show. A Iman the AKA the main event Gregor on the show. Be more specific. He is an MMA fighter, especially in Jiu Jitsu. I will be chopping up with him. Uh we come back. So yeah, man, y'all don't move. Sit your behind still, and we'll be back into this. Oh, we're gonna play. We're gonna play some music that we're gonna play a song that I think is very fitting for the moment. Matter of fact, the song is by the person who actually did the theme song. We didn't do theme song. I need new theme song. I got Nate uh, that shows some other Nate um, in it too. So I need somebody. <laughs> y'all, if you make a theme song, it gotta be that. It gotta be. Y'all heard the theme songs we had on here. It got to be that lit. It got to be like a freaking production, like a feature presentation production when they come when that shit comes on. So don't be sitting no, yeah, nigga, oh, I'm coming through. Like, I want no weak, no weak music. Come through with it, man. Because, you know, you're the backdrop. I was coming that's, that's cutting, leading to the show. So you got to come with it, man, if you're going to be a theme song with the show. Don't be giving us no half-done crap. So yes. Alright, so you will be back into this. Oh, this is um Tatum and this is Champion. We're back into this. What I said. This country, you gotta make the money. Then when you get the money, you get the power. Victory is ours. 
First you get the money, then you get the power. There's no competition, competition we devour. Out here gliding on my 25th hour. the money, then you get the power, there's no competition, competition we devour, out here grinding on my 25th hour, I'ma ride like a champion, you can see it in my eyes, I'm a champion, Mills is a champion, check out the lens we in, on the mall shine, no time for shenanigans, yeah your bitch stuck, you even stiff like a mannequin, tell her use more spit, do that twist with her hand again, break like swag, niggas always got some red on, call collision flow, Song to play for our guest that we have in who just checked in now. 
Um, he's an MMA fighter. You know, hopefully to see him uh, passing my TV screen soon. Uh, welcome to the show, Mr. Iman. I'm going to pronounce your first name for me again because I want to mess your name up. Get, get the first name right. Oh, that's <laughs> all good, man. It's it's Iman, uh, the main event, Gregor. Okay, I'm right. I'm, I, I trust myself. But they always say trust, trust your first good. Iman, yeah. hold on. For my, <laughs> excuse me. I, I took voice class. Let me do this right. Welcome right. to the show, Iman, the main event. Yeah. Okay. Is that much better? <laughs> That's wonderful, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> you're welcome, man. How do you make sure I do that right? I think you're a weak. I just, you know, you're a fighter. I can't give you a weak ass intro. So I was like, that's a. <laughs> right, man. I had to man, I real you. quick for you. For well, sure, man, we were sure. glad to have you. Uh, shout out to Nay. She, she's the reason why you're on the show. She told, she said, you got, you got to have him on the show. I was like, okay. You know, I, I don't put, I don't put too much. I uh, disagree when they tell me something. I, I, for the most part, I do it. I don't do everything she tell me to do, but for the most part, I do it. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, no, man. Boy, I'm not going to get beat up. See, I, I got to put my hand over your head and push you back. You won't be able to hit me. Um, so, <laughs> so, so I usually start I usually start the interviews off, but um, today, since Nay, I'm, I'm going to throw it up to Nay first and let her start it off. <laughs> All right. What's up, cousin? How you doing? I'm doing good, cousin. How you doing? I'm doing fine. For those who don't know, Iman is just not a a, a fighter. Now he's my cousin too, y'all. <laughs> he's my cousin too. Um, so what made you want to get into fighting and boxing and stuff like that? What made you want to get into that field? All right. Well, when I was uh, when I was a, when I was younger and everything, when I was a little kid, I used to I used to you know. I, even though I was reserved and I was quiet a lot, I used to get into, I used to get into scuffles with my, uh, with my cousins over, you know, in Arizona, you know, my auntie Darlene, auntie, you know, but Laura would always have to, you know, kind of watch me and stuff like that. Right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we got down, you know, in the household. So that's kind of like, you know, I did that a lot, and then the crazy thing is also another inspiration, which would be weird, was uh, professional wrestling. Because when I was a kid, I was um, trying to become a professional wrestler. You know, I saw Hulk Hogan. You know, I had Andre the Giant, the Ultimate Warrior. As I got older, I I started to watch the likes of, you know, Kane, Stone Cold, and The Rock. But mm-hmm. what... But really what got me into wrestling, I mean wrestling, into MMA, uh, was back in 2007 when I was in college, I I was um, going to a self-defense class. I was learning Jin Kune Do, and I was learning boxing. I rolled with this um, guy who uh, said he's fighting for this uh, promotion called Dream, 
or um, I think he was getting ready for a fight. And so I, you know, I rolled with him and I rolled with this guy who was a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. And I guess at the time um, they told me I was like a natural and they asked me my background and I'm like, well, I wrestled in high school and they ever, and then that was the first time I've heard about MMA. And so when they told me about it, I'm like, okay, well, I said, let me, you know, look into this. And so what I did was, you know, I, I watched, um, like, MMA stuff like, you know, Pride and stuff back over in Japan. You had the likes of Rampage Jackson, uh, Dan Henderson. You know, for those who are MMA, you know, followers and fans, they know who that is. And one thing that really inspired me was um, – was uh, Kevin Randleman, you know, rest in peace. Uh, when he went against Fedor uh, Medelenko in his fight, he he did what was like, he went behind him, and he did what was called like a, a German suplex. He lifted him, threw him up, and tossed him on the back of his head and landed all of his weight on him. And the thing that amazed me, you know, most people would have been out or had their neck broken or something, but, you know, Fedor recovered, and he was able to beat Kevin Randleman. So it's just like that inspired me. And so when I went to um, – when I transferred from L.A. to Ontario, I went to, you know, Mount Sac and stuff like that where I met my uh, friend, uh, LaRon Wilson. And uh, he was an MMA fighter at the time. Um, I won't say he's retired or anything because uh, I don't know if it's official, but he goes by the name LaRon, the icon Wilson. And uh, I started, you know, I let him know my interest and stuff like that. And we started to, you know, train together a little bit. And this about from like, I want to say 2008 to, you know, 2009 era and stuff like that. And, um, then in, in that time frame, I started to, you know, take jujitsu classes at a, a place that, that is now called uh, Upland MMA. Back in the day, they called it, um, you may get a, a laugh out of this, cousin, uh, they called it Pimpet Fight Team back then. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so, so after, you know, community college, I went to Pimpet Fight Team with uh, Professor uh, Jerobo Nerney. Um, he trained me up and stuff like that. But the crazy thing is, even though I've had all this time, you know, training, I didn't have my first official fight until 2014. Mm. And that, and that was in, um, California. And that's thanks to Lorenz Larkins, who's now a, um, uh, welterweight contender in Bellator. So from, from there, I fought out here in Vegas two times, and um, on my last my last fight, it didn't go the way I wanted to. A little bit of a, some controversy, but um, I fought for a promotion out here called Tough Enough, um, biggest amateur uh, promotion in the country. Also, uh, I fought for King of the Cage. And so I've had like three fights now. I'm entering my uh, my fourth uh, fight, really. Um, it's for a uh, promotion out here in Las Vegas. It's uh, October 27th. I'm going to be fighting a guy named um, Trent Austin. He's a uh, 6'9", 280. He's a Muay Thai fighter. It's not MMA, 
but it's like Muay Thai, which is all stand up. Out here in America, we call it kickboxing. Okay. You know, but out there in uh, Thailand, it's uh, called Muay Thai and stuff like that. So I'm going to be fighting him October 27th, and there's a possibility it's going to be for I'm the uh, for a title because he won a title on the promotion that I'm fighting him on. It's called Real MMA. Uh, so he won a title out in California as well. So he has two Muay Thai belts. Um, so he will be facing me. And, uh, of course, you know, I'm going to do my business and I'm going to, you know, knock him out. Uh, that's my goal. I am, I'm in training camp right now. I feel very, very, very well, um, conditioned. So I feel that I have the advantage against him. He kind of walks around, around close to the 300 pound mark, but you know, he tends to, you know, not be in the best of shape. I've been watching him for the last year and a half, uh, scouting him, watching him, watching his movements and everything, which is all part of, you know, of the game. Right. Uh, so kind of like what I do to get ready for my fights is besides watch tape on my opponent and stuff like that. You know, I work my own game. I work my boxing, my Muay Thai, or as the Americans call it, kickboxing. Uh, my Brazilian jiu-jitsu, which is just like, uh, it's pretty much like wrestling, but it's like with submissions and stuff like that. For those who really are not too familiar with Brazilian jiu-jitsu, um, it was used in the, U the first UFC event um, by Hoist Gracie. He um, he won the first UFC, and then he's more notable for going against uh, Sakuraba, Ken Shamrock, all those uh, great legends. And so, you know, as an MMA fighter, you got to train everything. It's like, and you got to, you know, have your diet. You got to be conditioned. It's sort of like um, very, it's very like key, you know, just like when, you know, you're doing modeling or television or acting, you got to make sure that you look the part, you do everything that you got to do in order to get you ready for that event and that moment. So that that's kind of what uh, I do a lot to get ready for my, my competitions and everything. Oh, that's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's, you know, it's a lot of work, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, cousin, it's a lot of work. And, you know, I won't be here without, you know, my day ones and everybody, you know. I got I to gotta send out a shout-out to my – one of my sponsors, uh, Total Aggression Clothing, uh, Mike Total Aggression on um, Instagram and and Facebook and stuff. He's gotten me some good gear. He sponsored me for this uh, past event that I did. Also, um, OJ's Afro House of High Life. They also sponsored me. They're my the international sponsor, uh, as well as um, Bonnaby's uh, Smoking barbecue out in Pasadena. That's my dad's restaurant. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Maldonado Marketing and Business Solutions as well, uh, ran by Vince, Mold, uh, Vince Maldonado. So, you know, I've been blessed, cousin. It's, it's been a grind, you know. It's 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 a lot of work, and, uh, you know, I'm starting to see the uh, fruits of my labor, so to speak. 
I mean, in regards to that. That's definitely a plus. So what are your pros when it comes to fighting, you know, doing the kind of fighting you do? What are your pros? Okay, well, like what I'm pretty good at, uh, I'm I'm pretty well-rounded. Um, it didn't always start off that way. I started off primarily as a grappler, even though I did like a year's worth of boxing back in community college. Uh, so... For a time, I wasn't the best um, the best striker. I just, you know, take it to the ground and strangle you and uh, throw punches and stuff. But, you know, now that I've been progressing in this game, you know, I've worked my, my striking. And so I really feel that's a pro that I have. And also most uh, people who compete at heavyweight don't really have the best cardio. And I feel for a heavyweight, I have very decent cardio. And so that's what surprises people about, about you know, when they see me fight, they're just like, man, you have, like, some very decent cardio and everything. And plus, you know, coming from, you know, my side of the family, thanks to my mom, I have amazing, you know, agility and stuff. I could be 325 pounds and I could still do cartwheels and still move as if I'm a light person. You know what I'm saying? So, so I know I definitely get that from my mom's side, uh, you know, the Gil side, because it's like, it's just, it's just amazing. So I really do feel like that's, that's the pros. Like, I mean, yeah, fighting and all, it has its risks and everything like that. Like, yeah, I can get hurt or things of that nature, but I feel like the long-term reward is uh, worth it. You know, eventually when I'm done fighting, I want to have my own um, studio opened up, my own fight team, things of that nature. And right. um, so that's really the goal of really a lot of MMA fighters, you know, some MMA fighters out there, but at least for me, is, you know, eventually I want to pass on that knowledge on to uh, other students and things of that nature, you know. So that's why, unfortunately, you know, with me right now, I have a, you know, a good coach in um, Joey Angelo. He uh, he's my coach, and uh, he's you know teaching me some very good tips, not only about you know MMA and stuff, but about life as well. He's getting ready to fight on the East Coast for Maverick uh, MMA September 30th for a world title, and so he always he always you know he guides me, keeps me he keeps me grounded and everything. And um, I train with him out here in Las Vegas as well. And then for my jiu-jitsu, um, when I'm able, when I'm going back, um, because, you know, MMA takes up a lot of time. You got to train specific uh, areas and stuff like that. I train at the Carlson Gracie Academy in Henderson when I'm able under uh, Professor uh, Homolo um, Hayato. You know, so when I'm able, I'm able, I go down there and, you know, I roll with those guys. They're very good, um, very good people, very good people. So I'm just grateful for everybody who's helped me out in the game to get me up to this point, you know. But, you know, right. also right now, I'm, right now I'm just kind of, you know, doing my thing at Extreme Couture so my coach could focus on this uh, world title fight, you know. 
one more question before I throw it over to my lovely host, Teddy. Um, what kind of advice can you give to men or young young men or boys who want to get into the field that you're doing? What advice can you give them? Well, one thing is um, people usually are coming into MMA now with diff- from different disciplines. So my thing is be humble, listen to your instructor, make sure that you go to a place where it's not like a, you know, you have an instructor who's like a yes man, sort of like you want an instructor who's going to tell you the truth, you know. It's like you have MMA fighters who feel that they're ready to go pro. Uh, For example, I was um, at that point where I was ready. I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go pro, you know. Um, I need, you know, I need the money. I need the exposure, whatever. But, you know, my coaches, you know, my coach is like, yeah, you know, he's like, come on, just a few more, a few more fights and everything like that. And, you know, he told me the truth. You know, like, you should do a few more fights. Most instructors would be like, okay, well, um, we will get you ready for the pros, buddy. No problem. You know, mm-hmm. and they'll put, and, you know, some coaches who, you know, will put you in there when you're not ready just so they could make a fast buck, and they just like, man, we thought you were ready. I guess you're not, so I guess we got to work all this now because once you turn pro, it's like you can't go back to the amateurs, you know what I'm saying? And so that's why, you know, it's important to, you know, have an instructor who generally cares, you know, and there's instructors out there who generally care and are passionate about what they do. So just, you know, just don't, they just don't choose an instructor because they're, you know, well-known or more commercial. You, you know, choose one who has your best interests at heart. So that's what I would tell upcoming uh, boys and girls who want to do this. It's like, and also be ready for the grind because it's like it is a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week type discipline. I mean, you got to be in training. You got to watch your nutrition, you know. If you're going to be competing in this, you got to, you know, you got to study. You got to, you know, research and you got to, you know, you got to be training all the time. Like for me, I'm a night manager here in town at, um, in Las Vegas, you know, at a health club. If, you know, I have that so I can work out any time that I want to. So anybody who's out in the Las Vegas area listening to this, yes, I work at a health club. <laughs> I work at the Las Vegas Athletic Club, you know, as I, I work, I work out over there, you know, and I, and I do, you know, I just do things like that. I sign up people for memberships. The lifestyles balance each other out because if I'm not lifting weights and working out and stuff like that, it's going to suffer in my training. It will show. So just make, you know, just make sure that, you know, you go to an instructor who's caring is all that I have to say, you know, just don't go, just don't have a yes man or a yes girl or whatever the instructor may be. And that's really it. Okay, perfect, perfect. Definitely some great information there. And uh, I'm going to throw it over to my lovely host, Teddy. Thank you, thank you. All right. <laughs> well, first of all, man, um, I, I agree with on the yes man thing. People know I, there's a, I've posted that um, on my statuses on Instagram and Facebook. I tell people we need, I mean, we in the forest for the entertainment industry, wherever, we need to eliminate Yes Man because they got people out here being garbage because 
people don't want to hurt their little feelings. I'm like, I didn't go ahead and tell right. you what it is, man. Oh, oh yeah, bro. <laughs> I agree with you. Just like, just like right now, this uh, situation, like with with uh, Usher, man. I'm just like, man, he must have some yes men around him. <laughs> a little bit, right? You, you know that, like, I can't even listen to an Usher song anymore without without laughing. You know the whole "Let It Burn" thing. I'm like, oh gosh, I can't even <laughs> listen to that no more. Sheesh. They do. They do. It is crazy because um, whatever. Because then I started to start thinking about this. I just thought about this today. Um, funny that you were here at the Usher thing. I was um. I was I was thinking about I I, thought I was getting ready for my cruise for next week. I was doing my cruise from May, and I was in I was in uh, the lip in lip sync battle, which is actually licensed by the real lip sync battle on TV. And so, right, the the actual song I performed was Usher, yeah, and I won with that. So I keep thinking like I was thinking about that today, like damn it, like shit. I I can't really talk too much trash about Usher because I did win a perform I did win a competition with his song, so it was like, uh. oh yeah, man, I, I love it's Usher crazy. back in the day, man. Usher, Usher's the man. It's like it's just amazing what the man's going through, and then you have this. Uh, I forget what's her name, the chick who said allegedly who gave him uh, herpes. This this nice, beautiful sized woman. Now, don't get me wrong, there are some very big, beautiful women out there. Don't get me wrong, but I just feel that that is not Usher's type. You know, just just me personally. Even if it was, she just lied, just the, the elaborate she lies. She don't even have herpes, though. That's the crazy part about it. She don't even have it. <laughs> yeah, I think her mama... It was reported, almost worse, it was reported that Maybe about a few weeks or months before she came out and said something, she had just had a tweet or Instagram post about, uh, I need to find a way to make some money. And then this comes out. Mm. <laughs> see, so y'all, y'all, y'all know, I'll be saying, hey, I'm going to sit on top of this tea. Y'all know how I do. I'm going go, to go all the way deep. Um, But no, it, so yeah, so shout out to that, shout out to Usher. Hey, I still hey. Oh man. If one of those slow jams come on, it's gonna give me y'all. Uh, it's gonna uh, uh, girl get freaky to me with. I'm, I'm still gonna let it rock. Now I'm coming out of here. I, I feel a little weird. Oh. I listen to his music now. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, you know those. Uh, you know that one video that was on Facebook. Uh, there's this one where it shows. Um, I think R. Kelly was singing, he's like, Win! and it shows the mics all around him or something like that. Yes. And it says, like, what if you get into a fight or something like that? And it shows him taking off his uh, his suit jacket. I just laugh at, like, I laugh at uh, R. Kelly, man. He dressed, he, he dressed way better than me. I give him that. He dressed like the current generation and all that stuff. And I'm just like, man, R. Kelly dressing out here like these teenagers, man. No wonder. <laughs> it, it's it's a meme that my my brother and sister like to troll me with. Uh, is uh where he goes, he's thinking I believe I can fly. He gets to that one note. He's oh like, Lord! Ah, and just and it just Dude. loops that over and over for like five minutes. I'm like, I hate y'all. I really hate y'all. You know what was crazy? 
back in high school, right, I had a friend, right, we were sitting in the quad and everything, and um, he was playing the Usher, he was playing, I'm sorry, he was playing I Believe I Could Fly by R. Kelly, and he's on top of the little quad thing, he's like, I believe I can fight that part you're mentioning. And he was smoking weed when he was doing that. I was like, bro, <laughs> <laughs> doing the airplane and everything. I'm just like, bro, you know, security about to come get you. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, my first thing I- used to be uh, doing remixes to R. Kelly songs. Like, I believe I can fly. <laughs> a chicken leg and a chicken thigh. All I wanted was some collard greens. I ended up with pinto beans. Oh, man. That is so true, man. Yes. I used to to mess with stuff up. Oh, man. R. Kelly Usher, man. There is one one, uh, comedian. uh, I think his name was. I Ryan Davis who was messing with uh, Cisco on that. Uh, oh yeah, I know you're talking the about dark, the dark, uh, dark brother for the darkness. Yeah, yeah, that dude, man, that dude makes me laugh, man. I I I be watching his uh, Facebook videos. I just be dying and waiting for the next one. I'm like, man, especially when he started to talk about uh, what's her name, um, uh, Wiz's uh, baby mama, um, that that girl who talked on. Uh, that like she's like uh, that Philadelphia girls don't look good. I forget her name. Amber Rose. Oh, yeah. Amber Rose. Okay, out of way, out of way. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So I be keep I be keep it up as much as I can, you know, on stuff. And, and, you yeah. know, you know what? What did I would say um, connected to you? Like, uh, even though I didn't get, I didn't go, I didn't go into a pro. I did do some. I something similar happened to me, kind of like what happened to you. Cause, you know, I got a couple of males from wrestling. I was humble brag. <laughs> but I was in high school, man. And I remember, like, I was doing it. I was in a competition. And this dude, I mean, seriously, I think, he, I mean, he faked, he faked me uh, supposedly doing an illegal move. And the thing is, if, if, the, if a person is supposedly injured through an illegal move, they automatically advance. And I'm sitting here like, so I get disqualified. I still get my I'm still got third place medal. Um, I get disqualified, and he gets to go to the championship round. And the dude he was going against was so sorry, but he was so freaking slow. And like you said, because that was the thing I had advantage on too was I was fast, and I made everybody else like a freaking sloth in the heavyweight division. So man, I. I believe you, yeah, man. You like see a that crazy freaking piece of crap go to freaking championship, and he was and he lost <laughs> that sorry piece of crap that won first place. It just pissed me off. I'm like, what the heck, man? <laughs> nah, bro. I'll do I'll do you one better, man. I was at a grappling uh, competition one time, and uh, there was this guy. Um, it was in another it was in another bracket and everything. I think he was getting he was he he was getting smashed on by every single competitor, but somehow he managed to get this little like choke at the last minute on somebody, right? So when he won the championship, I like I don't know you if you knew the wrestler uh, Kurt Angle, right? So when yeah. he won when he went to the championship, this guy, I guess this dude was smashing him, smashing him, smashing him. I think it was like the last uh, three or five seconds of the fight. 
dude pulls off like some uh, guillotine choke on him, right? And like what he did was he did like someone like he he struck the dude like he got him in his guard and struck him with like the back of his heel or something, right? And and that's what made him go down to his knees and he sunk in the choke and the ref didn't see it. And when the guy uh, after the guy passed out. He rolled over and did the Kurt Angle. He's like, woo! Like he won the Olympics, right? And everybody there saw what he did, and he was all crying on the uh, on the podium and all that stuff, like Daniel Cormier did in his last fight with John Jones. And oh. I was just like, oh, you got to you got to be kidding me, bro. I'm like, he he was just sitting there crying, like he and like even like the the third place duty beat and the first, and the second place duty beat. They were so hot and heated, man. I think they jumped the old boy after that competition. <laughs> speaking of speaking of uh, historical ass whoopings getting ready to happen, oh, my God, I, I, I would be remiss if we don't get your uh, opinion on this. Oh, right. You already know what to ask you about. Mayweather versus McGregor, man. Oh, yes, man. Everybody's talking about that uh, social media, Instagram here in Las Vegas. Now, this is my thing about it. Like, I'm an MMA fighter, yes, but there's certain things that, you know, I know. If Conor McGregor started off in boxing and did professional boxing fights and had a record that was near Mayweather's before transitioning over to MMA, I'd say you have a shot, but you know, Mayweather's been doing this since he was a kid. Like, you know, his, you know, with Roger Mayweather and his father, everybody, he's been boxing his whole life. And people want to say, well, Mayweather has no power; he just runs and everything. But this is my thing. You get, you get. To me, it's like this: your hardest punch on the street could be like a jab in boxing, just to compare it. Because, you know, a professional boxer knows how to use their power and use their hips, you know, very, very well. So my thing is with with Mayweather, you know, I don't buy into the whole he knocked down um, Pauly in practice and all that and sparring and stuff like that. I don't buy that uh, Mayweather's, you know, in his camp, they're saying that he's uh, – He's slowing down, that he's not as good, you know, good in sparring as he once was. That's to sell the fight. You know, you do anything yeah, to sell the fight the because you want to put. Yeah, aren't doing too well, by the way. Yeah, they're, they're not because, you know, people, unfortunately, they're going to watch that fight on, they're going to live stream that fight. They don't care. It's like, that's the way it is because they know that this is such a lopsided fight that it's not really going to be competitive. I mean, Mayweather said, okay, I'll reduce the ounces of the gloves, right? Um, you know, you got McGregor, you know, at, I think he's paying people off, like, saying, oh, yeah, Mayweather knocked out uh, Paulie in um, sparring and yada, 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 and all that crap. But honestly, I do feel that Mayweather will win that fight. Um, will he knock out McGregor? I think he's going to. Um, I think he's going to put May, I mean McGregor on his butt several different times to the point where they may stop the fight, but I just don't think it's going to be like a knockout. Now, if Mayweather does knock out McGregor, it's not going to be a real surprise to people because 
they're going to expect that because Mayweather has the advantage in boxing. Well, so, you know what I think? I'm going, people will be people will be uh, will be uh, tripping not to see that because you know they try to say that he's a runner and he's not. But so I think the knockout yeah. would get people to keep people's attention. And that'll make, you know, right. sports center and all that stuff the next day and all that that happens. So But can you I can you imagine that like to knock him out to really Yeah, can you make, imagine to that? really make it worthwhile? Yeah, can you imagine that on Sports Center? Be like, did it Mayweather finally knocked somebody out. Well, he wasn't a <laughs> professional boxer or anything, but he knocked somebody out. Congratulations, Mayweather. <laughs> yeah. So, no. I'm not saying what I didn't and, like was in in the um, I mean, because some press conferences were just they were. I just wish sometimes they just shut up because they were opening their mouths way too much, and they gonna end up eating crow by by the statements they made. Mayweather's talking about <laughs> if you want to do eight ounce gloves, let's do eight ounce gloves. Mayweather, easy. <laughs> if you want to do eight ounce gloves? Go to the octagon, my friend. Don't start talking too yeah. much crap. <laughs> right in the octagon. Honestly, it's uh in the octagon we do four ounce gloves. Um, but I mean, to me it's like if if Mayweather even you know entertained the idea of going to the octagon, the only successful boxer that has transitioned over from boxing to MMA is Holly Holmes. It's like you know, but she knew. Well, Holly Holmes did have a kickboxing background too. But she knew she had to work her ground game and her wrestling and all that kind of stuff. So to me, she's the only successful boxer that I've seen transition over from professional boxing to MMA. James Tony, he got knocked out. Well, I wouldn't say knocked out. He got choked out. Uh, Ray Mercer, yeah, he knocked out uh, Tim Sylvia in his uh, in his uh, first fight. But hell, we all know what happened when he went against Kimbo. Rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? So Man, if Mayweather goes over to, yeah, it's like if Mayweather goes over to MMA, I'm sorry, uh, you know, I'm a fan of Mayweather as far as boxing goes. Like I feel that he doesn't run. I feel like he changes angles, and that's what makes people mad. Like when you look at Mayweather style, this is what gets people mad the most. When you compare Mayweather's like angle use and style to how Ali did it. When Ali used to move and stuff like that, people were like, "Oh my gosh, that's amazing!" He's not running. He's like, and then you and then you compare Mayweather like, "Oh, he's running," but then you're like, "Well, Ali did the same thing." Like, no, he didn't. He didn't run. And I'm just like, okay. So all you, you know, this is a really comparison is, to. This what? is a comparison to people don't want LeBron to get anywhere better, uh, anywhere close to being better than Jordan. Is the same thing that Mayweather get anywhere close to being better than Muhammad Ali. That's all it is. People don't want to see oh, their yeah. long-time heroes get surpassed. Oh, yeah, that 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 is that is, uh, that is so true. You know, the whole argument with LeBron and Jordan and everything is uh, very, you know, very true. I mean, LeBron is getting his rings. He's doing some stuff sooner. But a lot of people want to, uh, you know, pick at the point of, well, Jordan didn't have to go to – go to super teams in order to get a lot of these uh, stats. So, I mean, that's where they're going at when they – that's why they pick at LeBron so much. But I do admit LeBron is one of the best uh, basketball players that I've seen. You know, he's a year younger than me. I remember him from, like, 
right after right after high school and stuff like that, they were talking about him, you know. So exactly, I really do feel. I do. Do I feel LeBron's gonna win more championships? Yeah, I do feel he's gonna win a couple more championships before he's done, unless he gets stopped by the Golden State Warriors. But who knows? <laughs> well, always so. Hey, I got one, maybe two more questions for you. Um, All right. So my, my next question for you is, um, as far as um, I'm, I'm gonna go back and go far back in days. So you were talking about scuffles. I, I, you know, I was just like how you were. I was quiet. I was, I, I was, I kept myself as a nerd, but I was cool, I guess, whatever. But people wanted to fight me all the time. Or right. it's scuffles. It sounds nicer that way. What's the craziest scuffle you ever got into? Uh, when you were younger. Uh, all right. So when I was younger, I had to scuffle my freshman year of high school. I was on my way to class. And um, uh, there was this guy, his name was uh, Jorge Castaneda. Um, him, back in elementary school, him and his gang of goons would dump me every day, and I would have to fight them off like six, seven guys. So... My freshman year of high school, you know, I grew up. It's been a couple of years since. You know, I learned how to, you know, fight more and defend myself. You know, something that my mom told me, you know. And so what I did, so what happened was I was on my way to class. And, you know, I run, you know, I see him in my line sight, right? So I'm not really mad. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go around him. But, you know, him, like, trying to, you know, think that it's uh, elementary school to where he could bully people, he, you know, he just shoulder bumps me. And I just said, this is not happening for four years. So I pushed him back. And he looked all surprised. And so we started to, you know, we started to scuffle. And, you know, um, we brawled right there. I I remember the teacher, uh, 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 Miss Solis, coming in between, you know, Shout out to Miss Solis, love you, girl. I sort of moved her to the side, and I remember throwing this combination. I threw a threw a one two to his face. I went to his body. I came up like Tyson. I hit him in the temple, and I staggered him back. And besides staggering him back, I picked up a chair, something the closest object to me, and I I I hit him with it. And then we started like he he. I think we started to brawl towards the door, and um. You know, I ended up tackling him outside the uh, a classroom to, you know, to the grassy area and everything like that. And that's when uh, security came and uh, broke us up, you know. And that was before wow. I joined the wrestling team and grew like three, four inches. I was like five. I want to say my freshman year, I was like maybe five, nine, five, nine and a half. Okay, so let me see. I, I'm a... Oh, I got so many legendary ones. Since <laughs> uh, so you said freshman year, I got a freshman year. Um, so it was, and, and, and I, I'm gonna have Nate share one her because she just had one recently. But uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> freshman year, I ended up getting into um, like it was just one dude, and you know he he was you know he he was one of the people that like to fight folks. And so he thought, you know, because, you know, I like I had done a bunch of bullying before high school, and like high school was a new chapter. Like, 
all that stuff went back. But some people, I guess they still had this whole thing of let me try the friendly giant guy. Uh, so he ends up like he's running around. People are throwing water balloons. I'm minding my own business and stuff. He run around water balloons, and it's like the last, literally the last day of school. He runs up to me, hits me, and he doesn't like throw it. He carries the balloon in his hand, and he comes to smash against my face. Well, I have water uh-huh. balloon, he has a Powerade, so I took his Powerade and I poured it on him, and he kept talking, he kept yelling at me. Nick, he was like, you going to buy me another Powerade? I'm like, nah, so you shouldn't have um, came here with the balloon. And then people was like, man, your face, your face. And then, you know, I'm feeling it. I was actually just blood up my uh, nose because of how he, the, the pressure came with that balloon. And he's, like, still talking. And then he does the number one thing I hate people do, do not put your finger in my face. He put oh, yeah, in yeah, face. the whole finger boy. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And, and he tried to swing. He missed. And I was like, all of a sudden, you thought I caught the Mario. So I was like, da 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 And then, see, when I go in fighting mode, I black out, and I don't know who the heck I am. I'm like, yeah, I'm taking them all the way into the street. And then I pedigreed him into the street, and that's when the uh, cameras police came to come get us. And while I was walking, we, I, I'm, I'm, I'm following the cameras police. I'm not, you know, once they came broken up, I'm stopping. I'm walking away. They walking us to the principal's office ever. Well, he tries to grab a trash can, but he didn't realize the trash can was chained to the light post, and so he tries to grab that and realize it was chained because he somehow got loose from the cop, and then he got a textbook and came um, and hit me with it. I was like, nope, don't hit him back because if you hit him back while the cops got you, you could get in trouble. So I didn't do nothing. He ended up getting suspended for it. He ended up getting um, sent to um, in-house suspension. Well, the whole other school where this um, in-house suspension happens, and then, shoot, I didn't even get in trouble because my te- cause the teacher who saw me saw what was going on said, he's a good kid. He wouldn't just randomly just fight somebody. And it was like, right. thank God. Since you I was shouting that teacher's name, shout out to Miss Arredondo. Shout out to um, coming through in the class with your boy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would be suspended too. Uh, so yeah, thank yeah, thank thank God, man. So yeah, yeah, uh, so man. I'm gonna tell some of her stuff because she got some. She got she has a legend. Um, you got you got a uh, scuffle story to share with us. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, <laughs> Apparently, she just wow. stood around the show the other day. <laughs> right. I did not altercation with this girl at work. She thought because I'm small, she was a little fat bitch at that. She thought because I'm small and I'm short that she can just do whatever she want to do, like bitch me or whatever. Like I wasn't going to fight back. I got my ass up. Grabbed that bitch by her shirt, and I was hitting her in her damn face. Little fat bitch. <laughs> I know, man. It's, it's it's like, it's always big women think they could beat up the little women, man. But I see some scuffles with yeah. the little women, man. I see the little woman, little woman throw one, some of these big bitches. So, <laughs> you know, you just like, just never know, man. You just never know who you go pick on. <laughs> okay. That little fat bitch, she was taller. She was probably like five three. I'm four nine, but she was a little fat bitch. 
Oh, little big bitch, you got something coming for you, bitch. <laughs> Uh, uh, she, she, she's one of them chicks. She's one of the ones that inhale that inhales um Twinkies girl. and cheeseburgers. Oh, whoop you, nigga! you gonna be mine. So Not cousin, was she like uh, was she was she oh, like yeah. baby D status? <laughs> <laughs> she was baby D status. She knew all the snacks before it hit the street, right? <laughs> that little bitch. Why did that bitch used to be bringing food to work? She oh she was built like E Honda from um, Street Fighter. He's free to he's free down here. <laughs> but he ain't but if you fall back enough his hands are gonna hit you, that's how it was. <laughs> oh that's so dang hilarious. It's so damn hilarious, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was like, well, once we we went to the scuffle store, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have Nay uh, tell us. Because <laughs> she said this on the show day, so I had to put, so while we had this, I, while I was, you know, I was like, oh, I'm gonna put her on the spot now. <laughs> right. All right, man. Later. So before we let you go, man, let us know again, remind us. Uh, your next fight, man, you got coming up is please tell the lovely people how they can follow you. Okay. So my next fight is October 27th at Sam's Town for uh, Real MMA. They could uh, follow me on Twitter at egregor. Uh, Instagram, I'm under my name, Iman Gregor, uh, first and last name. Facebook page, I have Iman, the main event, Gregor. Uh, as well as just like my normal Facebook page, which is usually for promoters and and uh, family and close friends of mine. But yeah, follow follow me on Instagram and my athlete page. And uh, any uh, sponsors who want to you know sponsor me, definitely hit me up on those uh, pages. But if you want to be more you know traditional, you can hit me up at imangregor at gmail dot com. So. Yeah, that's that's my next thing I have lined up, and then I'll probably have something going on with Tough Enough at the end of the year. Awesome, man. We appreciate having you. And, uh, yeah, it's like I'm starting to do a lot of MMA fighters. I just I actually shot a female MMA fighter for um, two magazines. Um, so, yes. And I got and then it's crazy, her boyfriend is like a world champion. I was like, I went to the house, I saw all these medals and stuff. What the heck I just walking through? <laughs> so shout out to that guy. I was like, damn, okay, he's a bad man. He got this man yeah. house covered in medals. Yeah. yeah, you know, a lot of these uh, girls out here who are afraid to date MMA fighters because they think we we war machine or something like that. It's totally not the case with me, you know. Shoot. I'm, like, to me, it's like I don't fight for free on the street. <laughs> Only if I have to, you know okay. what I'm saying? Oh, okay. So, okay, late question. Somebody being petty in my inbox. They told me to ask, um, are you single? Yes, uh, I am single. I am not dating anybody. So, um, oh, you know, Lord, do not I am, give my inbox lighting up some more. <laughs> um, I, I, <laughs> I, am, I am available to the girls in the Las Vegas uh, area and everything. Yes, I am single. Okay, there you go. Uh, for the person who asked my inbox, you got your answer. Goodness. Oh, my God, people. <laughs> Somebody I already trying to shoot their shot in the inbox. Okay, there you go. 
Hell, Josh, y'all got his page. Well, they probably, probably like, they probably like, uh, they're like, give him my number. <laughs> mm, um, like, but is he single? Eyes emoji. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, shoot. Well, I'd just like to thank you guys for uh, having me on your show and everything. I love and to come back in the future if you guys let me. Absolutely. It's a pleasure, you know, man. Having you on here, cuz. All right, cuz. I love you. Love you a lot. All right, too. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. All righty. Okay, yeah, that was uh, Iman, the main of it, Gregory. Yeah. Ooh, I almost burped. It was like, that was going to mess with all the greatest I just did in that announcement. <laughs> but, man, so, yeah, we I, I, I sit in the show for a little bit because I, cause I, I want to make sure we get in our – Signature segments for the week. So, uh, let's see. Nate, should we start with uh, Seduction 101 first or Crickets of the Week? Uh, you can go here with Crickets of the Week. Okay, before I do that, I'm going to go to music break so I can <gasps> breathe. So, yes, let me do that. Uh, Since so we showing Cousin Love today, we I got some of that fighting type of music going on for the show Love of My Cousin, who is a very great artist. Which I'm, I'm so glad that he lives here in the area with me now. Um, so shout out to my cousin Sin Ray features Spears, and this is Can't Take It. We'll be back after this. Yeah. yeah. It's so tan and it's so time to go in. Yeah. Swagger's yeah. climbing. Um. Never declining. So without further ado, it's been right that already you know murder this dude. And by the way, that me and my niggas about to get his game of faces like a king of thieves. So over top, everything that we see is fake. They try to damage me with this hip hop. Cause it's so full of all that fake shit, fake shit And we sat back for more than a minute No longer can we take it, take it, take it I really can't take it Everybody rap, you all are disgraces Of course you're all pets and all thugs You're basic, quit sick when you write something wack Erase it, I can see it all clearly Like my procedure is lazy I've been in your bitch's mouth for a while you play the wifey game and I'm just screaming, girl, take it But when you try, fuck, she ducking, not like the Matrix Things I got your girl with, like a dominatrix My wife gave ill, so you know I dominatrix You can call me Fizz, I ain't borderline and racist When they ask my level say somewhere up in space, bitch All these whack rappers, they bigger than the mannequin I'm a future, I'm a girl, I know back Brannigan, I ain't trying to be friends like Jennifer so work your way down and put your head where your hand is wrapped
Cause it's so full of all that fake shit, fake shit And we stand back for more than a minute No longer can we take it, take it, take it So ghetto, no hello, I won't settle Hot stove, kettle, huh I'm trying to rise up to probably hove level A Zamunda bitch in front of me with rose petals With the power I possess Hmm, within an hour or less, I make chowder of your flesh and we devour it in a mess. Gone, literally, your body's over here, but your brains are in Italy. <laughs> your dreams of trying to get rid of me will be gone. I'm living on to infinity, cause with these songs, I'm displaying a level of energy. You niggas is sick in the head, so I guess I'll be the remedy. Pause. You'll never have me gone, no Kennedy, junior or senior. What rules in my demeanor is the cash and everything around me. I can be the king of Jersey and I say it proudly. You can see everything so real about me. Cause my flow level's up there where the clouds be. I was sent here to raise eyebrows, won't sweat it like dry towels. And by the way, my nigga, I won't change like five vowels. About to get a game of faces Like a chain of feet So over the top Everything I've ever seen is fake They try to change me With this hip hop Cause it's so full of all that fake shit Fake shit And we stand back For more than a minute No longer can we take it Take it, take it All right, we're back, we're back. That was uh, my cousin Sin Wright and featuring Norman Spears on um, with Can't Take It. Shout out to him. Yeah. Uh, the greatness just resonance family. I mean, you hear that that great lyricism. You know, that's him on the chorus. That's him on the second verse. That's what, that's what we're doing in this family. We, we present, we exude greatness. <laughs> Oh, so nay. <clears throat> you told me to go to Crickets of the Week. First, I guess I'll go ahead and go, go to Crickets of the Week. Okay, so before I do that, let me sound off my god dang crickets. Go find my god dang crickets. <laughs> All right, so who's going to get Crickets of the Week today? All right, so today I'm going to get Crickets of the Week. To two people. One is a fictional character, one is a real person. Alright, so Nate, which one are you going to pick first? Fictional character or a real person? Okay, I'm back. I'm back. Oh my. Uh, okay, I'll say I got so I got a fictional character or a real person for um I wanna do both, but which one are you gonna do first for Cricket of the Week? The real person. Whew, okay, so you'll be coming heavy handed first. Uh, so whatever that girl name is, Kavajalalavu, whatever her name is, whatever her name is, that decided to say that Usher could have gave her herpes. This, that, the third, um, you know, and first off, okay. I'm not gonna say that I'm I'm not gonna say that he wouldn't uh, he wouldn't get a bigger a chance. I'm not gonna say that. But you know, you know, I mean, that would be making an assumption. 
but the man just came out and, and had a person saying for him that that's not his type. Be different was the assumption. These are actual words um, coming from um, a direct source. Say that that is not she is not his type, and that he deals with people all the time out of selfishly. You know he did not um, have sex to her um, and whatnot. But I was like, the crazy thing was like when I saw her, I was like, dang, she like this chick because I, I don't forget so much. So, Sometimes I remember a video sitting like this, it stands in my head. And I remember like years ago, there was a video where he was like dancing. Uh, he was just a trade place. It was either that or some other freaking song about. And, you know, he was dancing with her. And he was, he was really dancing her hard at some of the stage. And... Oh, it was good kissing or something like that. And I remember that's why it was crazy. I, I remember, I remember that. I thought he was showing the footage today, of, of over the past couple of days. But I said that got to be her. And then I saw, I was like, okay, but yo, know, by her doing, by her I'm taking that elaborate story and going further, it's just crazy, man. And because Usher's not not really coming fly and say anything yet, that's because you know him lowering lowering up. Um, he's not. That's why he's not really addressing stuff um, on social media or whatnot because he's you know going to do do legal battles, um, make all the people that you know that want that's doing all this stuff um, pay the price. So yeah, wherever uh, wherever her freaking name is, uh, ma'am. You got to get these crickets, because what the hell is you doing? Seriously. Get the hell out of here. Okay. Fictional person. You don't get the crickets this week. I'm going to get crickets, too. Uh, and do, you, do you watch Insecure, Nate? Uh, no. I'm about to give okay insecure um, spoiler 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 um, of this week's episodes, you know because you know, everyone's team Issa or team Lawrence because of what happened in season one, the way things broke out. So this is a ongoing battle that's going on this season. Everyone rooting for the one side or the other, and. Although Issa uh, decided to try to get somebody somewhere in her day reserve, that dude got a freaking peanut side. He got a uh, side. He got a uh, peanut. I was sitting on his side, uh, looking here. Like, girl, get the hell out of here. Like, I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here looking like she. I know she's not from the. I know she ain't not in these streets. That like she. Uh, she won for Team Issa this week. I mean, that's great and all, but. That boy Lawrence, man. That boy Lawrence decided he told, um, hey, he 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 left a family function and went to a um a social gathering with film his coworkers instead, while uh, with his um chick that he was talking to. And I felt him on that like, I don't want to be meeting your family if we're not talking to because I've been in a situation like that. Why the hell are you making me all your family like that if we not if we not remotely being serious? Good God, people! A whole big old family function. I mean, like extended extended family upon extended family upon extended family. Hey, that does not make any sense. 
Like I had to, it was shoot. This one chick, a summer fling I had last year, and she was trying to get me come to get togethers and stuff. And I went too many family. I was like, man, I don't do all that. And I deal with people, other people's kids. Man, hold up, hold the heck on, man. It's one thing, it's one thing to deal with their kids, but to deal with um, they extended family, all they modern young ass kids, man. I am, I am, I am, a, I am a grown ass man. I ain't got no kids myself. You can't just be throwing a uh, a gaggle of kids on me, um, that's not even yours, um, uh, in your family. Sure, I didn't even go to. I was like, man, I'm not trying to. Man, we we're not even at that stage of being. We weren't even at that stage nowhere remotely at that stage of being relationship. I was. Shoot, it, it, it was I was very clear, very clear, very clear what I what I what I was at this summer, and I thought we were both was on the same page. And you know how they say, you know, now you know the phrase you always you, you joke around by saying, uh, females uh, they 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 be ignoring you until you get until you give us a good D, and then once you give us a good D, they'll want to leave you alone. Same with <laughs> <laughs> you can you can go ahead and try to be silly kind of fun that you want to, but nah, it'd be just, it'd be different if I didn't clearly state what time it was uh, from jump. So just because you decide your feelings and that and magically tell me that you know to try to uh, do matter of fact that's that stuff that's not even stuff that you try to get to know me. That's going I mean that's like we in a relationship for a while. Type of stuff when you got when you got to be around way too many city family members that is not cool. So um, shout out to uh, Team Issa, y'all catching these crickets? A <laughs> 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 point for Team Lawrence. So yes, that is that concludes the crickets of the week segment. Uh, Nay, that leaves you with seduction one oh one. What you got this week, Nay? You, you got some. I know you got something for. Hey, I'm gonna go on the cruise. I know you gotta have some nice for me this week. But today, I'm just gonna say, dudes, mm-hmm. dudes love Is having it? sex without condoms until a female come up pregnant. Like my nigga, mm. if you don't oh, want no Oh, it was a nice one. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, maybe a nice cricket. Nah. I mean, maybe a nice seduction on one. Nah. Uh, come on, Nay. Don't do me like this. Go into, you go into the break. No <laughs> my nigga, you need to strap it up. If you don't want no kids, plain and simple. It takes two. Period. If you know you don't want no more kids, use a fucking condom. Then when a female come up pregnant, oh, I don't even know how you got pregnant. I ain't even know to you. Bitch is called pre-cum, bitch. If you don't know that, you don't need to be having sex. So I know you learned that in fucking sex education in school. Niggas be so dumb. Like, what is wrong with niggas? What is the oh. difference between niggas and men? And that's the difference. A man ain't going to say... Or put, try to put the blame on you and all say, bitch, you shouldn't be so fertile. <laughs> nah, I, I, I remember. I mean, for people who um, who've been through the history of the show for a while, y'all know one of my 
y'all know what my long time battles I had, you know, that, that helped define me, even make me go hard at this radio stuff and everything. Uh, being told I was a dad. That was interesting. And shoot, so I mean, someone tell me I was shooting that I shot the club up, but apparently the person they were talking to right before they talked to me shot the club up. So shoot, I was shooting the club up and, and wasn't having to work. And apparently, wasn't having to worry about getting one pregnant because they already were. But yeah, but I remember she was like, was thirsty. Pregnant? You had sex with somebody yeah, when they were pregnant? They were like weeks, Nay. Like they weren't like he wasn't like, Oh, here we go. Like no, he was like early. She ain't shit and you huh? ain't shit either. You no, ain't shit. I'm saying, no, no, before you say that before you say that, I didn't know this. When she I didn't know this, like she actually cause she put put off she pawned it off like when she had her kid and everything, she pawned it off or say that I was the dad. And so, no, oh. so again, I didn't know. Yeah, oh, Nate, you you haven't heard. I've told this story a couple times in the show, but I, I guess I never talked about yeah. it during the uh, during our era of the show. You try to say oh. you was the daddy? Oh man, I thought. I guess I never told this of uh, this story while you were on the show. I, I've had to tell it a couple times because oh, no, no. the topics that came up. Oh yes. Long story. Uh, I think I think I told T the story before. I, th- I think I mentioned on her show because it was fitting to uh, to a discussion we had before. But nah, I'm telling you, that it was. That's all I'm saying, man. You know, and I remember she. It was just weird because I remember like when we first did, she was like real thirsty about. It. She was like, oh, uh, like I was like, nah, you know, I'm sitting, I've been a responsible party. I was like, nope. I know, cause I, was, I know I was just trying to give her a treat to the seat. I, I went down on her, and she was going crazy. Oh, my God, you got to give me the dick. Oh, my God. Please don't let me go to sleep without the dick. I'm like, oh, my God. I said, nope, I ain't got no condoms. 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 I said that over and over and over and over and over and over and over. And she was just not going to go for no. And I was... I dummy and fell and went ahead because I didn't want to leave a woman um, unpleased for the night. So, um, yeah, I was a dummy after 10 times of me saying no. And, yeah, that's how I was at that aspiring um, thing. But I've done that same story over and over again. So, no. <laughs> I'll talk to you about it um, at another time because I've told the story over and over and over. Even on other people's shows, I told a story. So yeah, it's it was interesting story. Yeah, so I was able to. So yeah, it was really weird. So I was shooting, I was shooting the club up. So yeah, even so, while she was, hell, I thought I was my child for for a while. So I got pregnant. So cause she told me, I remember Valentine's Day. She was acting real tired. I was like, man, you know Valentine's Day. Oh, uh, that's a you ready. You wanna you wanna beat they guts in. <laughs> it's just real time. Like, man, we just came to the club. I ain't first of all, I ain't wanna go to the club Valentine's Day. I wanna spend you know, you wanna hang out with your friends at the club uh, most of the freaking night. I like, man, I'll F this. I am I'm over that. Let's get that to the house. At least we get some alone time, you know, and make up for you to be around your friends. Because I'm gonna beat your guts in, we get back home. 
And yeah, she was like, Tired go to see y'all, mad as fuck. And yeah, she told she called me one day I'm in class, Oh, think I'm pregnant. I'm like, What? So yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, crazy. And I'm gonna tell y'all, I I'm I'm gonna clear up a, I'm gonna clear up something for y'all. It is a true story. It's gonna sound very seductive one on one. When women are pregnant, they are free key. <laughs> they, they are freaky. They are freaky. Especially if they got some in-house uh, penis, uh, they are freaky. And that shit is, like they say, is what is. Like she had time. She, cause, cause she, worked at, she worked overnight. And so she could. She would like hit me up, and she would come. She was like, "I'm coming out this morning. I'm coming out this morning, man. I got to come from work. Oh, uh, you know, you forgive me some. Like she had that time. She wanted some every morning. I was like, damn, you think it's crazy? Like, man, like, these girls that don't be praying on me one day, be clean, 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 clean. Everyone, they do not want. They don't want to have no kind of fun. But when they are, they. They they want to go crazy. Don't get the D. They're like, nah, you gonna give me that? I'm gonna, you gonna give it to me? I'm gonna take it. Hell yeah. No. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they sometimes it's just females too. They be out here being no good and sitting here, and they insisting that you like you be saying it. Oh, it is true. Those guys that say no. And I was always away. I was like, man, tired and cup. I mean, she, you gonna you can you get another you get um you gonna be coming over more often, so you just wait for me to get kind of, and I could have gave it to you, but these damn these that damn tongue of mine gets me in trouble. I mean, that damn tongue of mine, it just has to be it ha, it has to be changed. I can't I can't control it. It just it does things for people if they some irrational things. So yeah, um, yeah, you had me basically a part of your one on ones. You would you help me make it back freaky again? <laughs> Shout out to that. Shout out to uh, one of our listeners. Um, I should be beating that good too. I'm not gonna say who, but yeah. <sighs> All right, so then, um, you have any, I was with the public service announcements um, section. Uh, you have any public service announcements you'd like to make? Uh, no. Stay tuned. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. Um, I will let you know this again. Um, so, yeah, Human Canvas Magazine's fourth anniversary issue was dropped. Uh, we'll drop at the end of this uh, month, closer to the anniversary day, which is September first is the anniversary day, so I'll be close to that. Um, next week there will be no shows, as I will be on somebody's cruise ship at the time. Also, as well, as you guys know, there will be I will let you know when the celebrations are uh, where they will be taking place at for their fourth anniversary. Last my birthday celebration, so make sure you're in the you're in the area. Make sure you're in attendance. Um, shout out to my sister's birthday, which you know she's um she, she she's the co-runner of the 
of the radio station, and she uh, when she decided to come back with it, uh, her her radio show, Real Spill Radio, can't wait for that to come back. So, yes, a lot of great things are going now. Um, yeah, that being said, yeah, if any part of the show, go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sandy J. All the shows are there. They're also on iTunes. Also the TuneIn Radio app. They're also or the Stitcher Radio app. Just type in Dust Spots Radio Network, and they will find all the shows for us, as well as all real story radio shows um, and the After Hours of Tea shows. There we go. So yeah, let's go ahead. It is show how we end every show. Remind you. And everything you do, no matter what you do, no matter how you do it, remember, well, there's a J, or there's a... A nay, there is a way. Y'all tune in the episode of Life That Does Live, your boy, Sunny J, and your girl... Nay Seduction. And Nay, what's the public service that we give every holiday to everybody? If you go home, please do it responsibly. All righty, y'all. See y'all the week after next. Deuces.